Hello everyone, and happy Valentine's Day. If you are celebrating it, or to you it's just another day, whatever the situation may be, happy Valentine's Day, happy day that it is, happy whatever you're doing, happy whatever is on your mind. I hope today, no matter what is going on for you, is at least peaceful, you can at least get a few moments of joy or peace or feel content even for a few moments here and there and be able to celebrate yourself or just reconnect with yourself whatever you need hope it finds you today and i hope you can embrace it and know that you deserve it and so much more i want to be a little bit cliche today and talk about my relationship which I know is very cliche, as I said, but to be honest with you, I have a perspective that is a bit, I don't want to say fresh or different or new because I'm sure there are people in my scenario and that have been in my scenario or have had a similar journey to love. So I won't say that it's unique to me, but my story, in exactly the way that is my story, will only ever be mine. So I will share it. (laughs) Um, It's kind of a long story, so I can't cover it all, but to start with, I never thought a love like this could happen for me the love that I'm in I always believed was a dream that I wouldn't ever be able to reach now that I'm in it I don't have the words I try every day and it keeps me writing it keeps me creating it keeps me motivated But I know that in every book I read, every sonnet, every poem, every film, every love song, everyone else is searching for the words too. And yet none of them ever quite feel like they sum it up truly. And there's a reason for that. It is something so great. I don't know if there are words... I'm sure whatever the words are, I probably can't capture them in my podcast, (laughs) but I just want to talk about the truth and how I'm feeling and how blown away I am continuously every single day, every month that goes by. I have had a troubled past overall in general in my life and also specifically pertaining to relationships and love more specifically what love is not and what love should not feel like and I have accepted all the ways that love should not be expressed and all the ways love should not be felt And I have thought 
that that was it and that's all that I would ever get and I gave up on myself I let people treat me poorly in every way imaginable every kind of negative thing that could have happened did I won't go into all the details because that's not really the point of today and it's quite dark but the point is all of these things taught me that I was inherently unlovable and that something about me was broken and wrong and no one could love it whatever my pieces were were too small for anyone to see the worth in and I was very depressed and very very lonely and for the past few months well when I say the past few months I'm referring to the time in my life when I first met my boyfriend now um, leading up until that point I should say I was incredibly depressed and grieving a loss of a love that wasn't working and hadn't been and I knew that he did not love me I knew that almost every second that I'd known him and that was okay because I loved him enough for the both of us knowing he didn't love me knowing he didn't want me in that way that he didn't value me in that way that he didn't see a future with me in that way for some reason I was okay with it and I shouldn't have been I to this day can't put my finger on why I stayed continuously and why I felt something so strongly for someone that I felt like didn't feel anything for me at all and I don't really know I it was an overwhelming kind of love that I don't have the answers for that's something that's been an open-ended question to me for quite a long time um, because I'm normally not a woman that holds on to something that clearly isn't working I'm more logical than that I have been if something isn't working with someone I give a few chances and then I let go and I couldn't do that with him and to this day I spend a lot of time asking myself why and what was it and the only thing I've learned is that I don't know as much about love as I thought that I did and I still don't but after that situation I gave up the dream that love reciprocal love could or would ever happen for me I had put my all you know every nook and cranny of my heart into so many loves and for one reason or another I hadn't received the same love back ever maybe in small doses but it was always conditional it was always contingent upon something 
or there were only parts of me that were not even loved, but parts of me that were lusted after, parts of me that were desired, and it made me feel like I was broken or not good enough as I am. But I loved these people with everything that I had, every time, every single time. And almost always I knew that it wasn't right. But I could talk myself into it. And I often did. Because I was so desperate for that love that I wanted so badly from someone else. From something else because I didn't know how to love myself. I didn't think I deserved it. People say you have three loves in your life. I can't remember the exact phrase and the saying of how it goes, but you have one that's butterflies and nerves and hands shaking. And then you have the second one, which is sort of overwhelming and makes you feel like the world has stopped turning. And when that one ends, you think the world is moving on without you and everything is in slow motion. Nothing makes sense and you think, maybe this isn't going to happen for me. Maybe this was it and I messed up. Maybe I wasn't good enough. And that's how I felt after the person before the man that I'm with now. Even knowing he didn't love me. That was a time when I really gave up on myself. And I... Looking back now, I am glad that it happened because I've learned. But... There's a part of me that wishes the younger version of me knew that she was worth more to begin with. It wouldn't have accepted anything less. However, that being said, I'm now being shown more than I could have ever asked for, more than I could have ever dreamed of, and I don't have the words. I really don't. I have been hurt in so many ways, so many times, by so many people. And now, I'm being healed. I don't know what to say about that other than I thought that was something out of my reach, out of reason, something off the table, something not in the cards. All those phrases for things that seemed impossible, I felt were true about being loved by anyone. And it's so cliche because people always say, I thought this would never happen for me and then this person happened, this person fell into my life. And I always thought, yeah, you know what, bullshit. <laughs> 
excuse my French, but I thought, okay, you know, whatever, you guys say that, and I'm sure it was easy for you, you know, or, like, that's easy for you to say, something like that, and I was a bit pessimistic about it, I was optimistic, I hoped for it, but internally I'd given up on the idea that it could happen, and now I'm one of those people saying, I never thought it would happen to me, and now here it is. So, if you are someone thinking, this will never happen for me, just know that I was you, a few months ago, crying myself to sleep, holding my hands over my heart at night, crying from somewhere deeper than my soul, feeling this emptiness, this hollow feeling, this tearing in my heart. I was grieving the loves that I'd lost and a love that I thought I would never have. And I wish all the people that I've loved the best. But I wish the best for me too. And I don't know what the future holds. I have the best right now. My love is the best. It's something I could have never dreamed I'd have. And the kind of love that people always dream of. And if you are crying yourself to sleep and holding your chest, feeling like your heart is being torn in half, just know that something better is waiting for you and somebody will love you every piece of you that you think is broken and bruised they will love you they will love every inch every ounce every molecule of your being I promise but until then you have to love yourself And I'm not saying that love doesn't happen for people that struggle to see their worth because I barely know my worth now. I don't believe yet that I deserve this or that I'm not broken and bruised. But I had to pick myself up sometimes in those moments where I truly felt like I should give up. And I had to keep going. And I did keep going. You don't have to do it in a pretty way. You don't have to do it the way everybody else does. There's no checklist. There's no right or wrong way to keep going. But keep going. Don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. And don't give up on love. If you want to hear the story of my relationship and how it started, which is, in my opinion, and in my boyfriend's opinion, one of the coolest stories... (laughs) Then, I'll be right back after this break. And I can't wait to tell you. I love you. Okay, so 
if you stayed, then I appreciate you. Thank you. I've been kind of dying to talk about this story, and I just think it's pretty rad. (laughs) I'm biased, of course, but it is pretty rad, honestly. And I haven't told that many people exactly how. I've recently started opening up about it more, but for the first few months of our relationship, my boyfriend and I were kind of in a bubble a little bit, so I didn't tell that many people. I kind of sprung it on a lot of people, (laughs) which is very typical for me as well. But, story time. The story of my boyfriend and I is something that has spanned a few years-ish, kind of. So, flashback to, I was talking about the person prior to my boyfriend. I was wrapped up, entangled, if you will, in that scenario and very distracted by it and just a lot of other things were going on in my life and I was dedicating a lot of my time to pleasing this person and feeling like I wasn't very successful often and that was taking up a lot of mental energy and time that I would have devoted to loving someone that could love me back Um, now I would like to clarify that this person is not the devil we just are two ends of the same battery kind of situation and I respect him greatly and consider him a friend so I don't any you know shit there but we're just two ends of the same battery and that's not really what makes something work (laughs) so I was kind of entangled in that situation, I was very distracted, and a lot of things were going on in my life outside of that situation as well, and I was not of the right mindset for a relationship at all. And my boyfriend and I have a very dear friend in common, and I was visiting with her a few times, and she mentioned this great friend of hers multiple times and I kind of got an idea that he was somebody that she trusts and there was something about him that was unique and I was intrigued and the way she spoke of him was you know very highly and obviously when someone talks about someone like that especially from her someone that I trust her opinion and I know she has good taste (laughs) I was like okay I wonder about this person and some time went by and I was still playing hopscotch or whatever I was doing (laughs) just not really keeping an open mind to a relationship she mentioned I think she invited me to a party that he was hosting at his house and I almost went And I had gotten dressed and everything and then backed out at the very last second because I'm really not a party person. I have social anxiety and I'm very afraid in social settings. 
and I just got cold feet at the last second, honestly. I'd been excited about it, I'd heard about him multiple times, so I kind of knew that he was somebody that was trustworthy, but I didn't know everybody else in the scenario, and I just was scared, so I didn't go. And then kind of life carried on and continued, and I hung out with his friend a few more times, and she messaged me one day and said, he's asking about you, and you know, I think that you guys have the same favorite painter in common, and he would like to take you to this museum to see this exhibit. And kind of some things happened at that time in my life, and I once again was not in the right place mentally for a relationship, and I kind of told her, I don't know, I have a lot going on right now, and I'm open to being friends with someone new, I'm always down for that, but I just don't really know what else I can offer further than that. And some more things happen, and well, we didn't end up going to the museum. (laughs) It's kind of a debate between him and I about what exactly happened and everything like that, but basically the dominoes didn't fall at that time. It wasn't the right time yet. So a few months go by again, and I'm hanging out with this mutual friend again, and we're talking, and she says, he asked about you again. And I was like, okay, then he keeps asking about me, then let's find out what he's about. And I started asking her questions about him. That was my first mistake, because every answer that she gave me made me like him more. And I was very, very intrigued. The thing is, he works on a ship. So, I was finally very intrigued and really wanted to meet him. And he was somewhere in the ocean, or in another country at that point, and wouldn't be home for at least a few months. And I thought, okay, that's pretty typical for me. That makes sense. (laughs) Awesome. And I hung out with her a few more times, and every time I hung out with her, I made the mistake of asking another question and getting more intrigued by the answer. It got to a point where I was pretty much desperate to meet him because I thought everything I've heard about this man is leading to I'm going to be in trouble here. (laughs) And I remember looking at her across the table. We went out for drinks and I said to her, like, he needs to come home. I need to meet my husband. (laughs) And it sounded like a joke, and I was partially joking, but I also knew that I was incredibly serious. Because I just had a feeling. And it might sound insane, but I had a feeling, and I trusted that feeling. Flash forward, a few months go by, and... I was supposed to go on a trip to Florida, and a few friends kind of had been supposed to go with me and then life happened and they couldn't go with me and I was panicking it was a few days before and I had all these tickets and I didn't know what to do once again I have social anxiety so I was scared about calling people to ask and things like that and I was venting to our mutual friend again about I don't know what to do like I'm willing to ask the mailman at this point I I don't know I just I don't want to go alone I'm scared of flying alone and she was like well let me help you like I want to help she's a dear doll of a person and she got quiet for a bit and I messaged her a few minutes later and I said 
is James around? James being my boyfriend. (laughs) And she said, funny you should ask. Let me call him. And she called him, and he was in Los Angeles at the time. And, you know, she got us in touch with each other, and I gave him the details of everything. Like, very, very in-depth details, because I am neurotic in that way. Um, (laughs) And he said, you know what, I'm down. Let's do it. Which was insane to me, and I kept pinching myself, thinking, like, he's going to change his mind, you know? And we decided to meet each other before we went on a trip to Florida. (laughs) Um, Go figure. So we met up for breakfast, and I knew of a breakfast that I was right. (laughs) And that he was it. I remember hearing him laugh and thinking, oh my god, I would do anything in the world to hear that sound again. I would spend every day doing whatever it takes to make him laugh, to see that smile on his face and to see that twinkle in his eye. And I knew I was in trouble. (laughs) So I guess he also agreed that there was some kind of connection there because He said we should go up to the airport early and stay the night at the hotel that night. No funny business happened, so don't think it was like that. It was not. He was very respectful. A true gentleman. But we went up to the airport that night, and we had dinner together. (laughs) He ordered us martinis, and he got himself some salad, and I ordered chili cheese tots with my martini, as I do. (laughs) and we talked for hours until they were closing down and they were basically begging us to leave and we went up to our room and we laid in our separate beds mind you, separate beds and we talked for hours and hours and I remember trying to think of anything and everything I possibly could to keep talking to him because I was scared he would fall asleep and I would miss him too much And he did eventually fall asleep, and I was right. I did miss him quite a lot. And once again, I knew I was in trouble. (laughs) And, you know, we flew to Florida the next day and had the greatest week. And I'll have to bring him on to talk about it all in more detail sometime. But I, I thought I knew how right he was for me before we met and every day since I've met him I've understood better and better how right he is for me and how much I love him more every day but basically we spent a week in Florida together we had only met the day before flying out and we didn't really want to take a break from each other at any point, which was surprising to me because as I said, I have social anxiety and I get really emotionally and mentally drained. I am also on the autism spectrum. So social situations for me can be incredibly draining and tiring. And I never felt like I had to put on a performance for him. I felt like I was myself and I was safe. 
And once again, I knew I was in trouble. (laughs) And we came home, and I think we spent about two days apart. We made plans to hang out again. And pretty much from that day on, I moved in with him. And we started kind of living together. (laughs) It was day in and day out. And honestly, it didn't feel wrong even once. So, yeah, I'm in trouble. (laughs) But I love him so much. And this is the safest relationship I've ever been in. I really will have to get him to do a podcast with me sometime so we can talk about it. But he really is my love and my best friend and I just never thought that this would happen for me so I am blown away and I could do a podcast every day trying to explain this feeling and probably never succeed at truly encompassing everything that I feel and everything that this is and means to me but I wanted to talk about it. It's Valentine's Day, and I miss him. He is, once again, on the ocean somewhere in or on his way to another country. But he sent me the most beautiful bouquet that is so perfect for me. I can't really describe it, but he's just the most thoughtful, kind, loving man. And I feel like the luckiest woman and truly honored to get to be loved by him and... I discover new ways to love him every single day. So for anyone that feels the way I felt a few months ago and you feel like you should give up on yourself and give up on love, you absolutely should not. Don't. Please don't. You know, there is something waiting for you. Whether that's a person to love you or yourself to love you or your dreams that are waiting to come true. You have to stick around and you have to keep fighting for yourself and keep going. Because all these dreams that you don't dare to reach for, all these stars that you think are beyond you, they're there, ready and waiting for you. Go get them. They're yours. Anyway, I love you all. I hope you have the best Valentine's Day, only to be surpassed by every single other Valentine's Day to come. I hope you have a peaceful day, a calm day, a fun day, whatever it is that you need. I hope you love you today. I'm sending love to you all. Yeah. And to my love, whatever country you're in, however far away you are, You always have my heart. I love you. XOXO. Shay.